starting from today. I'm gonna leave that in. The part where you fucked up? And where I said I fucked up. Yeah, well, the audience needs to know. Here's the thing, everybody's fucking up. It's I mean, coronavirus radio week four. Once we go live, it's not like you can't exactly. just not be live. Exactly. This is radio and this is real. Yeah, this is AM live AM radio. We can't both drink at the same time. But everything is alright. It's unprofessional. Yeah, but that's why we got music on. It's unbecoming. It's a slow burn to start coronavirus radio. Speaking of slow burn, I lost my letter. I got you, cowboy. There we go. For those of you wondering, we're using a baby blue, baby blue bit lighter. Baby blue bit. My girl's out. That's the stuff. Whoa. Whoa, that's that's the a good burn right there. <coughs> I heard that casually smoking weed can help, uh, not help, but mention more of this because it's so good. Coronavirus is going to be defeated by weed. I agree. That is an unsubstantiated claim, but wait another couple weeks, folks. It's going to be substantiated. As opposed to the rest of our claims, which are almost always based substantiated. Based in fact, yeah. always. We're, we're not based on emotion no. or maybe getting some wrong information. No, we're, we're a black and white kind of guys. We like the whites, not so much the blacks. Uh, and that's just the kind of guys we are. And that's just the kind of guys because we were raised, you know, American. In America. In America. <laughs> As we listen to a blind black man. You know this was Stevie Wonder? Yeah. Songs in the Key of Life. Is that a... It's the name of his most famous album, probably. Songs in the Key of Life? Songs in the Key of Life. I thought it was a stupid joke he just made up. Songs in the Key of Life. Is he the one that sings? Can somebody get the cat off the table? Is he the one that sings there's a stranger in my house? Tony Millsap, who is white but also blind. There's a stranger in my house, somebody here that I can't see. Somebody pitch Ronnie Millsap that one. Ryan Seacrest once tried to high five a blind guy on uh, American Idol. Which is classic. It's so funny. One of my other favorite clips is watching Tom Brady try to high five somebody. And nobody nobody would give it to him. Well, would you high five Tom Brady? Yes, I would. I would too, but I wouldn't feel good about, about it. I feel great about it. He's like, uh, he's like the the whitest bread. Well, he's like the fucking ultimate at this point in his NFL career. Like, not to say that he didn't earn it, but at this point, he's like the ultimate like trust fund kid. Where like he just he hasn't had any like hard. He hasn't had it. He's, like, he's about to once he plays with Tampa Bay. Maybe. Maybe. They'll still probably make the playoffs. Probably. I thought they were really starting to get something going with Jameis Winston. I mean, sure, a lot of interceptions, but the guy would put up 50 fantasy points. <coughs> yeah, but that doesn't... Russell fantasy. Wilson put up 52 and lost. Fantasy points don't project to actual football They wins. don't. But And I would know I suck at fantasy football this year. That's true. But that's something to think about, ladies Yay! and gentlemen. We're in week four, give or take, of coronavirus. 
Uh, I mean, like, legit coronavirus, like, the lockdown part of it. Yeah. And, uh, like, where our lives didn't change at all, which is kind of gay. Other than we can't go to the bar. Other than, I, yeah, I have, I'm forced to save money, which is... Kevin and I were going to be going to see the Eagles right this now. coming Tuesday. And Mark Norman. And Mark Norman was going to be end of May. Ago. Kyle Kinane was coming to town end of May. And so those things aren't happening. The Eagles concert got rescheduled. I know you guys were concerned. Yeah. But we'll see if, if that works out because I've seen projections of no live music till 2021, which I don't think is going to happen. Dude, you you if, can't, like, you could stop Americans, like, if they're all, like, in it together. But you can't keep Americans down. Dude, think you of, can't. We're think America. About, think about think about if there was no large gatherings until twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty would literally basically be canceled. Yeah. I mean, like, but like, people will still do it, just not in public places. But then, like everyone, Christmas parties, people are still gonna have Christmas parties. But then, everyone that says that athletes and entertainers are overpaid, look at how many people can't work because those people aren't working. Yeah, hundred percent. Like, like all the road crews, like well, promoters, like the people that work at the stadiums. Yeah, the directors, the the just like the little managers, like everyone that is associated with the NBA or baseball, like anyone that does that. Yeah, none of them are working. No, like that's so those people maybe are overpaid, but they provide so many goddamn jobs that like. Uh, I'm curious. I want to know the true... I mean, I could probably look it up, but I haven't. Really? What is the the true unemployment rate right now? Like, how much has it gone up? 30-plus million people have a job right now. I've read that, 22 million in, like, the last, like, three weeks of file for unemployment. I've read that, like, in Oregon, if you try to file for unemployment, unemployment, you can fucking be on hold all day. Really? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. Because it's so backlogged. Did you hear that a guy in Colorado got arrested for going to the park and playing catch with his daughter he's got lock, a handcuff yeah lock that fucking animal up dude stay in your house this is serious I say as I go to work most days yep I my job is literally me driving from job site to job site talking to a bunch of different people and then I bring it back to the warehouse I didn't have to go to work today but that means I have to go to work tomorrow which is gayer than eight. Kevin and I had a real nice Saturday we had a perfect out. Saturday lined up and now we're still going to be able to do most of it, but not on our schedule. Yeah, we might have to push golf to Sunday. I mean, we could. If I get home at noon, we can golf on Saturday. Yeah. But if I get home at like 2, I'm not going to want to golf. Well, it's going to be hot at that point. It's been getting pretty hot lately. Yeah. Fuck. So. Golf on Sunday. Well, try to get out of After there. After church, of course. Of course. Try to get out of there, though. Or should we squeeze in? Well, I, I mean, all I have to do is once the trench is done, I get to go home. Well, you better dig that trench so, quick, bud. It's going to be me, another white guy, and two Mexicans, so... Well, Sounds like 50% bigger. of that team is pretty strong. Hey, yeah, but the Mexicans are good, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, now we'll have a trencher and we'll have a pickaxe and a fucking trench and shovel. We'll be alright. Sounds like a real crack squad you got. As long as there's not rocks. There's gonna be rocks. We're in Arizona. I know that, dude. There's no good dirt Dude, here. just fucking go... It could be a yard. A trencher. It could be through a yard, though. Spend some money and rent a, tr- rent a we trencher. We are. We're renting a trencher from Home Depot. Oh, I thought you guys were doing the trenching yourselves. You mean like rent a person to trench or a trencher no, machine? No, a trencher machine. Yeah, we are doing that. Okay. All but right. the That's last good. one we used, literally the lady's backyard that we were in was River Rock, and so we couldn't use the trencher. It would just jam up every time. Yeah. So if it's that again, then That's it's going to suck. 
So coronavirus is hitting us hard, obviously. Like, I don't have any gigs, which is a bummer because I do not make enough of my day job. I needed those that gig money to supplement, like, my month. Yeah. And now that got all fucked up. So I'm trying Facebook Live tomorrow morning. Let's see where that gets us. A little morning drinking show. I told everybody bring a cocktail. Obviously. Obviously. And uh, I'm going to go through some songs. I'm going to put out my Venmo. Probably won't get any money. You going to play in your room? Yeah. It's not great acoustics, but like that's where I record all my uh, YouTube videos right now. And it looks kind of nice because I've got that corner. It's got the speakers. It's got the guitar that was signed by the OC Supertones in the background. It looks fucking sick. You know you can do? What could I do? You can fucking hook up to the sound system in here. Play drums. Play your speakers. Play your laptop outside with behind you those two palm trees that go like that. Which would be pretty cool. Yeah. But I... I get, it's a weird thing about me, I get self-conscious if people are listening. And I get that that's weird for oh, a singer. Oh, you mean like outside? Like, like outside, or even when you guys are home. I get really self-conscious because you guys didn't ask to hear it. I'm forcing you to hear me, and I know that that's annoying because I would find that annoying. But I, what are you going to do? I don't ever honestly find it annoying. Alright, that's good. Like, I can literally, if I'm out here, I can barely hear you as it is. Really? So I just turn up the Is that TV. true? Yeah. If huh. I'm in my room, I'm almost never in my room unless I'm sleeping. And you don't usually play, like, late. I try to be pretty quiet once it so, gets to about sleeping hours. You play after sleeping hours? Not often. I've literally never, like, I've never woke up because you were playing guitar or anything. That's pretty good. Well, usually also, once I know everybody's gone to bed, I turn it down pretty pretty good because again I, I would hate the guy who's doing that and so I try to be well it's alright because you're pretty good but like if you suck like somebody that we know I would probably be pretty annoyed with it <laughs> well that's the one thing though that I do miss about living by myself with zero neighbors because I think about the neighbors too even when you guys are gone I'm worried about like just cranking up the electric and like going after it do you? not really I would until they say something yeah, maybe I will. I like would, if it's three in the afternoon and no I would maybe tomorrow. Yeah, fucking just... But I'm doing that live concert. Maybe I still well, will. If you don't get back till two, fucking I'm gonna crank on, it up. Fucking shred on a song on electric guitar. Alright. What, you can't do that? Uh, I can do that. I mean, you're at your house. You have all your fucking things. To show off your electric guitar. Alright. Do things that you don't always do. Yeah, okay, well... You always have acoustic. Always have acoustic. I mean, fuck. There's dude. a lot of people that don't even know that I'm elect- an electric player. Yeah. It's like, I play electric a more lot. than I play anything. Yeah. Bring it out here and fucking play a song on the piano. Fucking play the I drums. might do that. I've got that one piano play song. Play the ukulele. Fucking do it's everything. Well, I'm going to make a little damn. Yeah, dude. Just like fucking play whatever the fuck you want. I like that. I'm going to have to practice that one piano song, but I'm down. Yeah. Do a little Elton John. Yeah, yeah, dude. Because Blue you, Jean, like, baby. Like, it's it's not gonna be a traditional concert anyways. You're yeah. on fucking line. Yeah. You're just doing it for free. You're just playing songs. So just bring oh. the laptop around with you and just fucking I could get do, out the bass and play some Bill Withers. Like, I could do like a little jam track. Yeah. And do a little electric guitar. Ooh. You could do anything. I like that. I like that a lot. I think I'm gonna do that. So tomorrow's gonna be a little a fun little thing. But. How long have you got? It's because we can't go out. How huh? long is your concert? I scheduled it for two hours. Obviously. But, like, if you're not back by noon, I might just keep going. Yeah, you can, yeah. But, uh, but I, yeah, I'll have to be up at, like, eight. 
like warming up because like in the morning my voice does not it's not nearly as strong most people's aren't the mornings are rough for singers but uh fucking excited and it's like I really I'm really intrigued by the idea of doing like a Sunday morning comedy show you should when I'm just hungover as fuck yeah and just like I don't know if that's a big day for comedy but if that's I the thing ever, it doesn't need to be that if you I make it the ever, big day if I ever get a special mm-hmm. I'm recording it on a Sunday morning nice because that's when I'm at my best dude yeah I mean a shirt unbuttoned drink in my hand Obviously. still drunk yep just having a good time so are you thinking about doing that soon? Like, is that your idea? Are you going to do, like, a one-person, like, sort of video thing? Well, I mean, like, I don't know. If, like, if I, I don't, I don't want to do comedy on video. I, that, because then I can't hear the laughs. I can't interact with the people. Yeah. It would just be way too weird for me. Um, but, like, if I could get a Sunday spot that had an open mic, like, on Sunday morning, I would fucking hit that shit up every you week. You could start one. Yeah. Although... Not many people are looking for that on a Sunday morning. But, dude. But in a bar, but no, people could be down with yeah, that. I would go to that. That's what I'm saying. Like, if I, I call it, like, the Sunday morning, like, like, Sunday morning hangover dirt bags or something. Yeah. Like, people, pe- pieces of shit that are hungover on Sunday morning. Yeah. And just want to go do comedy hungover as fuck at, like, 10 in the morning. You should pitch that idea. I know. That's a fucking, dude, that would be so fun. Pitch it at, uh, you can't mean, pitch it Yeah, at I can't do it anything. Eddie's is too small. Oh no, dude! I could do it. Well, I mean, yeah, not currently, but uh, you talking like what bars I could pitch it to? Or yeah, something? the Dubliner. They already do open mic on Sunday night. So you have comedy Sunday morning, music Sunday night. Well, no, you can't really do it on Sundays though, because that's football. You know where I could get it. People don't want to see that. You can't do it on Sundays unless, like, until football. Well, I mean, you could football until football. Football starts at eleven. That's true. So you go nine to eleven. 10 to 11. That's open not bad. Mics. People are going to... It gives people a reason... The bar's going to love it. Because yeah. it gives people a reason to show up two hours before kickoff. It does show at 10 for like half the season. Yeah, okay. Well, then you do it 9 to 10. Yeah. And then you go 9 to 11. Or like however many people sign up. Yeah. Dude, that You would should be, do that. Carl would be, be down. <laughs> if we ever get back to normal, he would be down. Yeah. Oh, but that's right a good now, point. Right now. Yeah, right now, Carl is... Hunkered down. He's hungered down hard. Now, granted, he's got reason to be. He's yeah. got, they've got family. Yeah. They've got older people living with Manny as a three-year-old daughter. Do you know how old kids are? No. Chris D'Elia has a pretty good joke in his new special where he's like, if you don't have kids and you know how old kids are, get in your van and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> because there's literally no way to know how old kids are if you don't have kids. No. I have You can make a guess and be with a year usually. I think she's probably three. She's probably she's probably two. No, she's probably three. You're right because she speaks a little bit. Yeah, just not really does. Yeah. So yeah, she's probably three. She's cute as a button. God, she is a fucking adorable. She's got bright red hair. Bright red hair, sweet little voice. Always happy, even yeah. though she won't fucking talk to you. She'll talk to me. Like a little bit. She'll wave hi and girl, she'll say hi. It took her a while to warm up. She'll give me her shovel. Yeah, she her little rake. Oh yeah, oh, yeah that's what it her was. Little rake. Plastic. She's got a little car too. That yep. car, but God, they got a nice little family. I know, but they're hunkered down. They also got a pool, so yeah, summertime. Summertime. He always wants to have us over for wings. Yeah, he does. Over there for wings and some pool action. Yeah, he is not going to be down for beers though because he is sober. Yeah, and he smokes weed. He but does smoke weed, which I'd be down. Allegedly, allegedly. If his wife ever listens to this, I'd be down to smoke weed and like get in the pool. That'd be sick. Yeah. Hang out with Carl. 
Have some wings? I fucking love wing. I love fucking swimming pools. I love chicken wings. <laughs> Extra crispy. But uh, yeah, that's something we should definitely talk about doing in the summer, provided all of this stops, which I think it will. As of super Dude, recently, saw, they've been talking about the phases of bringing things back. I saw And Arizona's going to bring things back in oh, a big Arizona way. doesn't give a fuck. No, dude. We fucking ball. Um, oh, what was I just going to say? Something about children, probably. No. No? No, 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 no. Oh. Was it about summertime? Was it about Saturday bringing, it about bringing things in back? In the park. Yeah, probably. <sighs> Like you, buddy. I think I lost it. Happens. It's in the ether. But uh, to the cloud. To the cloud. Yeah, concerts and uh, football and all of that coming back is no bueno. It, well, the 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 outlook is semi optimistic, but not really because there's too many unknowns. The out, I'll say this: the outlook is optimistic, but there's too many unknowns to where we can confirm it. And things have continually gotten worse than anybody expected it to. 22 or 32 million people, which I realize is a big difference. 22 is still a lot, no matter what. Filed for unemployment in the last, like, week. Maybe three weeks. Well, dude, the that's, the, bit. that's the thing is it's going to shut down all the little cogs in the industry. Yeah. And so there's going to be no one to buy. There's going to be no buying power. No. And then China's going to own us. China's fucked, dude. Every no. nation... Is coming down hard on China. Did you know what they're going to be letting U.S. citizens do? Kill single U- in the street. Single U.S. <laughs> citizens will be allowed to sue the Chinese government. I'm a single U.S. citizen. Exactly. Can marry. Have you gotten your citizen? stimulus check yet? <laughs> what? Yeah. You have? Oh yeah. Did you get twelve hundred bucks? Really? Yeah. Was it direct deposit? Yeah. Oh. Well, let me just take a little look here. Like, I got it on, like, the 13th, dude. I got it on, like, one of the first ones. I, I was priority. I was on the fucking priority list, dude. You got 1200 bucks. I think it's because I voted for Trump. Probably. I didn't vote for Trump. I voted for uh, that guy. Gary that Johnson. Voted. Yeah. That's who I voted for. My Uncle Kerry was way into... He got signs. For Gary Johnson? And he was going to bring one to my house to put in my yard. And then it, we just didn't meet up. But, like, he was... Heavy in on Gary Johnson. Dude, I remember... When uh, maybe lived, more than me. I remember, Definitely more than me. Remember, he got signs. I remember when we lived at Casa Verde, Devin was all in on Ron, Ron Paul. Ron Paul. Oh, I remember that time. Ron Paul. Okay, if I got <laughs> it, then my bank account is not where I was hoping it would be. Not, Dude, a lot of people haven't got it yet. Well, no, I'm just checking. But it says, like, IRS refund... 1200 even. 1200 cash. Well, it's not cash, it's just numbers. But Okay, I haven't gotten mine yet. So, you want to know what's fucking. Balling? Yeah. What's that? I forgot. Nice. <laughs> yeah, no, I haven't got it yet. Oh. And yet, our last names are so close together. Well, maybe they started as. U to a W? They're right next to each other. T U V W? Close. They're super close to each other. Maybe they're still on the SVs. You know how these things work. Sveenies. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of Sveenies out there. Dude, you know what I thought about today? So I want... The so the, the name that I want to name my son... Kevin. And I'm pretty... No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty solid on the name. I've thought about it for Bert a while. Bert Kreischer Sveeney. I like the name Jackson. 
and but you call him Jack. But you know what that means? Everybody at school will call him Jack Weenie. Jack's on J- Weenie. Jack's on Weenie. Like it's not great. Jack's on Weenie. Yeah, so I might have to change it, which is unfortunate. Nobody really ever called you. Austin's Although Weenie it's good to be made fun of. You learn how to joke around. No one ever called you Austin's Weenie in a mean way. You, it, dude, here's the thing. Here, I've thought about this a lot. Like if I like what I would do if my kids ever got part of that's because the way I took it though. Like if somebody know, really fought back, that's the thing. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like what I've been thinking about. Like what if my kid gets picked on? All you have to do is just like teach them. You just have to teach them that it's like it's. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen, and just like learn how if to you, joke and turn you, it around. Yeah, if you make a big deal out of it, your life's gonna be miserable. Yeah. If you don't care, they won't say it because it doesn't bother you. Yeah, they're only looking for so, reaction. Yeah, so just, just. I call him Reaction Jackson. Reaction Jackson. All right. We had We're back on Jack, he, and then he goes to Oregon State as a running back, and then he's Reaction, reaction Jackson. Reaction Jackson. Boom. Let's dude. go. Beeves. Let's go, Beeves. I like that. Let's go, B. You gotta marry a thick black woman. You're gonna have to. For the what beeves. do you think I've been playing? For the Beavs. He's not going to be a good football player with my DNA. Mm. That's not true. It's kind of true. Well, not like a black person. <laughs> They've got our the kids, fast twitch. Our kids are just going to be fucking sassy assholes, and it's going to suck. What, they're chicks. If they're dudes, they're going to be running footballs down you dudes' throats. You don't think we're sassy assholes? Sassy is just an interesting <laughs> choice of words. It just threw me a bit. We're just, definitely sassy. All we do is just talk shit and like... Classy, don't take sassy, and a bit badassy, you know? <laughs> don't think anything... That's going to be my birthday shirt when we all have to put this. That's pretty good. It'll be you and fat 45-year-old chicks with fucking their roots showing. <laughs> and you and Russ. And Russ and I. We all have to wear the same shirt. Well, yeah, if we're going to Disneyland. No, remember on our birthdays, we already made the agreement. I've forgotten that. On point. our birthdays, we get to choose the outfits for the whole group. And we get to pick a shirt. You were going to do On Cloud Wine... <laughs> you remember that day? I remember that that idea. Yeah, now when you said on cloud wine, because it's like I, it's still it's super vague. I remember zero details. I don't remember it was about birthdays. It's everyone's birthday. You get to pick the t-shirt that we all wear together. All right. You gotta fucking lock these things in. These are serious things. Those are easy to make too. Yeah. These are fucking rules. <laughs> creative use to more uh, positive like um, tangible things uh-huh we'd be rich what do you think we're doing ladies and gentlemen we're we're riding with you during this journey through the coronavirus 2020 baby so we got that going for us we're all in it together even, like, that's the weird thing. It's like, it's not just America that's in it together. Literally everyone around the world. The entire is, world. Do you buy some? Oh, ho, ho, Kevin coming in hot with a claw. The entire world is concerned Ooh. about this fucking virus. Yeah. And to the point where, like, everybody's watching every country to see how they react, see what steps they take, and they go, maybe we try that if it works out. Like, Sweden right now is the leader in... Not giving a fuck, are Old, they? yeah, old and... In danger kind of people. That's well put. Old and in danger kind of people. They're not extinct, but move. They have to keep sheltering in place, but everybody else to pretty much go about their lives. Yeah. And so, and I think the U.S. is going to do that pretty soon. I feel like we have no other option. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like, look, if you're at risk, stay home. Yeah. If you're not, go to work because we have to keep this thing going. Yeah, and as soon as Americans go outside, um, the coronavirus isn't taking Americans in general down. It's taking a few people, which is unfortunate. But as a whole, America will survive. We'll come back stronger. We're going to fucking eat China's lunch. Because that's what we do. Because we're American. I can't go over the punchline for this joke. I see that. I could watch the wheels turning. Did you know, Did you hear that Chuck Norris got coronavirus? Did he fucking kick the shit out of it? That's, see, that's, I can't go over the punchline for that joke. Like if like with the joke where he's like, did you hear Russ, you got did you I got it, I got it. Did you hear Chuck Norris got coronavirus? Bad news for coronavirus. <laughs> like coronavirus just got its line. <laughs> so also Did you hear Von Miller got coronavirus? No. That'd be fine. So does Sturgill. I know. And Sturgill says he feels great now. Mm-hmm. Dick Daddy. He's just doing Dick Daddy things. Obviously. His Instagram's getting weird, though. I think the more you learn about Sturgill, the more you realize he's fucking weird. Yeah. But, like, he always seemed like somebody who wouldn't give that much of a shit about social media. And now he's posting, like, every few minutes. I think... I don't really go on Instagram that much. But, like, every time I go on there, he's got, like, three posts in a row. And I... Just, like, posts? Like, pictures? Pictures. Like, like weird pictures. Which is fine. <coughs> but, like, I... You're right. The more that's you get to know than, Sturgill, the more you realize how weird he is. like, stories. A hundred percent. I hate when people do stories. A hundred percent. Dude, I think about that all the time. When people are like, hey, all you yeah. cool cats and kittens... Which is going to be how I start my FB Live tomorrow. The FB Live, that's what I called it. <laughs> it is up on Facebook. But I'm definitely, I'm definitely starting with, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Dude, god damn it, dude. You lose it again? Yeah. Um, oh, people talking into their stories. I am on the fucking, yeah, dude. There are girls, I'm on cloud wine. There are girls on our fucking Instagram, good talk about Instagram, that I just, if you follow me, I follow you back. Obviously. And there's girls that just like... Try on clothes in their story for like twenty stories in a row, yeah. and it's like literally, if you were not hot, nobody would watch these. No. Not all, because I don't even think men watch them. I don't. But chicks wouldn't watch either if they were ugly. Chicks only watch because it's a pretty girl trying on clothes that they wish they could wear. Well, it's like if I watched Ryan Reynolds like putting on some clothes, I'd yeah, probably tune in. I would watch Ryan Reynolds try on suits. Like it's like I'm like, gonna, dude, get, I I'm like, gonna get that body yeah. as soon as I quit everything I'm doing. Yeah, but if they were hot, they wouldn't like. But they have millions of views just because they're hot, and they yeah. think that they're important that they try on clothes. It's like it's not you're not important because you try on clothes. You're here's, important because you're hot. Here's what you could feel good about. Granted, there's always a few outliers that are like really smart, but as soon as then they can figure out something else to do. But as soon as that goes away, they're gonna be insecure for the rest of their lives. Yeah, they have nothing. They yeah. have nothing beyond so that. You got that, you know, going for you. If you need something going for you. Yeah. Well, I, I the, the Dalai Lama told me that on my deathbed I received <laughs> total, total consciousness. <laughs> so I got that going for me. Which is nice. <laughs> but dude, I don't understand like dudes. 
who do like stories, stories where know. they're talking to themselves. Mm-hmm. Unless it's Burt Kreischer, because he just kills it. He's just obviously goofy. But I'm talking about the people because he's like obviously doing it in a goofy way, it's even just, though he does he think owns, he's super cool. Yeah, but he oh, like he pulls it off somehow. Yeah. Just his personality pulls it off because he's so extroverted. Like he so wants. Did you hear about his Adam Sandler interview? <laughs> it's terrible. I'll have to show you this after the podcast. But he did a little Zoom interview with Adam Sandler. And he asked him, he said one of his favorite movies is Happy Madison. Yep. Happy Madison Productions, at least. Yeah, I know. But then he said, I, uh, we're about to watch a movie, Precious Gems, when it's called Uncut Gems. And then he said, oh, and he's like kind of fucking like way into the camera, way more excited than he should be. Is it? Yeah. I'll, I'll show you the video. But then he goes... Hey, 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 Adam. Like, he's so excited. He goes, hey, hey, Adam. Like, if you had one movie to make for the rest of your life, which one would it be? And Adam Sandler goes, I don't know. I, I don't, I've never thought about that. I'll never think about that. I hate that question. <laughs> it was aggressive. So I'll show you that, but it's it's the talk of the town, right? The, com- the comedy town right now, because it was ugly. awful. It was ugly. It was real ugly. But other than Burt Kreischer... Dudes should not be doing selfie videos. No, honestly, most chicks shouldn't either. It's a, it's annoying. Yeah, but it, but it seems more like a chick thing, which I think is, well, is obviously like, they self It's weird as it is. <laughs> it's weird as it is, but like chicks can cry. Chicks can be a little more sort of in the camera. Like it's, it's just what like. What about Garth Brooks though? Well, <laughs> I guess it's official. That's the best video. Should he be doing selfies? He should because it's hilarious. Yeah. And it's unintentionally hilarious, which multiplies the hilariousness. But Clarity. Good call. Ladies and gentlemen, my mom was an English teacher. Hilarity so. for charity. Oh! Oh, I think that's already a thing. I think I stole that. Oh, well, fuck them. If I wasn't on mic, I might have let that go. But we know that people are going to call us on. We got our <laughs> we got a nice email from Couple of, our yeah. good buddy Ian the other day. About some the other day. <laughs> got an email the other day about some trilogies that we left out of our last podcast. We left out Tremors, Austin Powers, Men in Black, Predator, and Alien. Yeah. Among, I'm sure, others. He makes a good point on Men in Black and, and Tremors. Tremors. But I'll tell you this. Those movies drop off significantly after number one. Yeah. So Number not, two is serviceable, not, and then after that. It is bad. They would not have cracked my top five, not a chance. That is an, iron, sec- that is an ironclad top five that I can't remember right now. What's salt about that? What The thing about Tremors, though, is as a singular Kevin movie, Bacon. as a singular movie, the best. Tremors yeah, is near the, the top yeah. movies. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's fucking 100%. good. It's got Kevin Bacon. Yeah. So. Tremors. So shout out, to our, <laughs> shout out to our good fan Ian for and Kevin Bacon that. and Kevin Bacon six steps to Kevin Bacon. Interesting. I mean, he's no Kevin Eggs, but <laughs> that's not true. Bacon's always better than eggs. Yeah. Footloose. Never seen it. Oh, isn't as good as your Hall and Oates joke, bud? <laughs> Hall and Beats. Hall and Beats. Hell, that's almost as good as Hall and Oates. <laughs> I got it. I'm un- big into puns, and that one just hit harder that than got, I expected. That I'm got telling you. an unexpected giggle coming from me and Russ. I hit a straight laugh yeah. where we like stopped, and then we started laughing again, thinking about it. Yeah, fuck. 
But like the thing is, it's like I make those puns all day long. Maybe not that good, but I make puns all day long, and usually you guys are just angry. So every time you're usually stupid. Yeah, but that's part of the pun. Is you got to do it no matter no what. no matter what. That's part of the rules. Yeah, because every once in a while you get a hollow notes, and it just fucking hits. I'll give you a list of what makes a pun good, but yeah. Well, I'm just looking. I'm looking for it for a second. When's the last time we added to our quotes list? Dude, I haven't added. I, I wonder if it's even still... It's got to still be on my phone, right? You want to go through some old quotes? Oh, I know what I did. I moved the quotes to my computer. Okay. That's how serious I took okay. it. Okay. I moved the quotes to the computer. God, did you remember when we were in high school and Devin yelled, I am not a nigger? <laughs> Put the football over on in the Jeep? Yeah. He was so adamant that he wasn't. That was the, one of the funniest things that ever fucking <laughs> happened. I remember where I was when that happened. Yeah. Oh, that was so fucking funny. Okay. This is a practical guide to becoming a true pun master. I hate you so bad. Number one, accept that no pun is actually good, but that the true nature of a good pun is to be so terrible that it becomes good. Yeah. That's rule number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, say every pun that occurs to you. <laughs> I'm so serious about this. Sometimes the most well-received puns will be ones you consider not saying. Number three... Always, capital letters, laugh at your own puns, even if nobody else is. Parentheses, italics, especially if no one else is. Number four, final, final rule. Know that you are hilarious. Puns are a limitless resource that you have taken it as your duty to bring this gift to humanity. You are a hero. So, it's just something to think about, something to chew on. Like a Slim Jim. Puns, dude, puns. Puns are the ultimate dad joke. Probable they Cosby? Be good as fuck, dude. Yeah. Uh. Puns are the best. It's the best. <laughs> it's the best. Uh. What were we I talking about? I can't see my face, dude. Come on. What were we talking about before that? Something stupid, probably. Before puns? We were talking about Devin briefly. He called me. I was supposed to call him back, but I haven't. What's going on with him? Oh, he called you. Didn't answer. No, I was sleeping. It was when I had to go to uh, Tucson in the morning. You went to Tucson on Monday. Remember? Did you work there, Dude, or did you just go to drop some stuff? No, on? I worked there yeah. on Monday. That seems like so long ago. Monday? Yeah. Monday was a while ago. Monday <laughs> seems like it was so long ago. This was a long week. Why? Every week's long, though, in coronavirus land. Like, that's one of the things I've noticed. Part of that's because I check the news every day, which I shouldn't do, but I do. And that makes it, you really realize the day more than just sort of going through Dude, your day. The, literally, for the last week, all I've listened to is Pandora. It's good, like, the country songs that nice. Jake yeah. Owen, uh, Jake Owen, Billy Currington, and Dirk Bentley on Pandora. And, dude, it's just playing, playing nothing but good Summertime Arizona music. Nice. And like here, it feels like summertime. Yeah. But it's only April 17th. 17th. Shout out to Tyler. Happy birthday on tax Happy day. Happy birthday, T-Bug. And Fergani. And Fergani. 
I, for, I forgot. Frequent, yeah. frequent listener. I didn't text either one of them, but... I texted both of them. Yeah. I, mm. I'm a good friend. Well... I didn't realize for Gandhi's birthday, but... Yeah, I, well, I only knew because Facebook told me it's not like I fucking remember, so... I remember Tyler's because we grew up together. And then for Gandhi, it doesn't matter. Love you, Forgani. Miss you. He, he, so we started a text That's after... That's Forgani, of course. Yeah. We started a text after, started a little text chat, we call it, in the biz. <laughs> <laughs> That's showbiz, baby. Uh, right after I uh, texted him about uh, happy birthday, <laughs> about happy birthday, and uh, we started talking, <laughs> and he's... <laughs> Showbiz, baby. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Anyways, he says he's got to come down. I said, but this time you got to stay at our place. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, I'm down. All right. So he's coming down at some point. There was no time stamp on that. Ian's potentially coming down at the end of the month. <laughs> Let's go, Ian. Ian. Shout out. If you guys remember from earlier, he was the one that emailed us. Yeah. So... Big shout out to Again, you. that's good time and buds without a G, but a G at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> good time and buds at gmail.com. Now there's a G in Gmail too. Good time and buds at gmail.com. No G. <laughs> so hit us up. Yeah. You know. <laughs> And timing buds at mail is gonna get spammed with emails. That's the thing, but like, <laughs> they were they didn't realize how close they were. If they just had two more G's, they would have nailed it. I wish I had two more G's. Ooh. Right. Me I'm still waiting for that meow. I'm still waiting for that fucking stimulus check, baby. I'm still waiting for that meow. Yeah, my fucking stimulus stimulated me real good. I hear you, prostate. I just decided that I should, because it all goes to my other account that I have from Oregon. It doesn't go to my Wells Fargo. So the other day, I was like, I should just check and see how much money I have in that account, because I haven't checked forever. It said I had $1,204. Hey! I checked, I checked <laughs> my deposits, and I got a $1,200 check. So before that, I had $4 in there. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Yeah. I was like, oh, I did not expect hey, to see that. Yeah. Because, oh, I know why I checked. Because the guy at work told me that he was going to get his, he was going to get 24 because he was going to get two of them. He's like, I'm going to get mine today. And I checked my phone. I was like, I already got mine. And it was like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. This party. I would have a good amount more money. I pay my parents 400 bucks a month. That's what you. Buy. I owe them a lot of money. College and yeah. cars and accidents. I owe them a lot of money. So, uh, if I didn't, if I wasn't paying that. I think I would actually be gaining money for once. But since I'm paying that, it's for like the next six years. At this point, I'm very slowly gaining money. But I'm about to... It's a good thing I got my stimulus checks. I'm about to have to give it to my grandpa. But How much are you paying for that? For the truck? 1500 oh. bucks. And it's worth? <sighs> Easily eight grand. That's sick. But I'm not... I can't sell it though is the thing. But I also don't want to... If it's a Why good would you truck, want to sell it? Yeah. Now we have three cars. Well, if I sold it, I would sell it for another car. 
Well, why would you want to sell it just because gas mileage? No, like I'm just saying, if I because it's worth eight grand. So like if I were gonna sell it, I would yeah. sell it and buy another car. But I'm not gonna sell it. But also, like, if it's a good truck, dude, that thing will run literally forever. Nice. Those old Ford diesels, like yeah. you know the square body ones that Harrison loves, and it's a '96. That's what it is. Yeah, and nice. it's a '96 or a '97, which. He says it's that's the a best pickup year. worth putting a slight lift on. Oh, I probably if I get if I get some money, I will. Yeah, but that's gonna take pretty much all the money that, like all the excess money that I have. So like, yeah, I have to put, get insurance. Yeah, life life is tough for a pimp, dude. It's tough on a pimp, man. Dude, I wish I had my Jeep back. Driving around here with Dude, top down, down here, yeah, down here so in a Jeep sweet. would be so dope. Yeah. Anything, anything like an old Bronco. I bought that when I was sixteen. Well, you got to. But like, that was like a while ago. Yeah, we took that thing everywhere. You got a ticket in that for wearing a seatbelt wrong. Wearing a seatbelt. Big shout out to Ian. Big shout out to Ian. Big Ian episode right now. <laughs> I fucking take that to the beach. I took it to the mountain when it didn't have a back window. And so when I got done snowboarding, the entire back of my trunk was completely filled with snow. Dude, you know what's weird about that? You don't care. Yeah. The audience cares. We took it to go-karts. Remember when we went to go-karts? Hell yeah. That's when Ian got the ticket. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We took it to fucking go-karts. That was so fun. I fucking love go-karts. And they had an arcade there, too. What was that? Malibu Raceway? Yeah. Dude, for a couple, for a bunch of sixteen-year-olds, that place was thieves. It was thieves. It was thieves. It was thieves. But how many times did we go to Chugalug? Maybe four. Cool. I prefer the check. The like he's bad on my back. That was a minute ago. That was a fucking staple. Dude, I might be able to look up some quotes. <laughs> I'm not. I. Pulled up my Word documents. The first thing that jumped Your out diary. was this song that I wrote when I was drunk in the hotel by myself. Is it good? I don't know. Because I was drunk when I wrote it. And now I, I know my headspace at that point, and it's hard for me to see it objectively. The groove is great. Because I've, I've had this like riff in my head and like just playing it for like a year now. And I finally found a place to put it. But the question is, is the song good? And I don't know. You're so fucking weird. You can't prove that. You just did on tape. <laughs> Wait, why? Because of how you just explained that. No, I think uh, I think that's accurate. It might be accurate, but that doesn't make you not weird. What? I had this riff that I've been playing in my head for like a year. I finally found a page for it. It's catchy as fuck. But I don't know if it's good because I know my headspace when I wrote it. Well, because the, the lyrics... I might need to change the lyrics. But, like, it, most people don't even care about lyrics. So, like... Everybody cares about lyrics. That's not true. Yeah, but everybody that's somebody. Hey, hey. It's got... Oh, wait, wait. Wait a minute. You fucking wait a minute. Nope. What? You didn't find it? Nope. Wasn't there someone on Devin's phone? 
Yeah. Those will never the get The classic back. ones that will never get back. We will never get those back. Which is unfortunate because it would be nice to look back on those now. Because those were like high school. That was when you guys were 16 and I was 15. Yeah. That's when we were probably saying the most fucked up shit. Yeah, we really tamed it. Well, Devin yelled, again, and I quote, into <laughs> the into the air, Uh-oh. I am not a nigger, yeah. pretty aggressively. Pretty aggressively. What led him to allegedly. say that? What led him to say that? I'm not going to say, allegedly, because it's... Yeah, nobody else accused him. It's what you think it is. Yep. Oh, that was classic. Not if you're a black person. Then he tried to tell... Well, it's even more classic. It's technically true. Classic America. Remember when trying to tell us you don't need coordination to want to fight? Yeah. Like, and then... <laughs> and then... The last time we saw him fight, he needed coordination to even land a punch. Yeah. Devin swung, missed, fell. slipped, and <laughs> fell on his ass on first... The very first punch. It's like, this is going down. Here we go. Slip. <sighs> Pretty good. You need, a, you need a freshen? Yeah. Dude, it's Friday night. I know. I'm going to push that I don't work tomorrow. Oh, don't think about that. I'm not. That's what I'm not doing. Dude, and I in college I raced Devin, and he, <laughs> we were racing the Orange Market and back, and yeah. I fucking was like way out in front of him, oh, and yeah. he decided he was just gonna like fucking turn it on, dude, and he fucking fell, yeah. ripped his brand new jeans, yep. skinned his hand, yep, <laughs> that's pretty good, <sighs> Devin. Who was on our week two coronavirus radio episode? Call in. First call in. It's a call in shout out, ladies and gentlemen. From now on, if you call in, we may or may not give you five bucks if you call in randomly when we're doing our podcast. Because there's no way you can know when we're doing it because we won't know when we're doing it. But we'll answer. But we'll answer, and you'll get, may or may not get five bucks for a random call in. And that's a promise. You may or may not get five bucks. I can guarantee that. But that's just life in the fast lane. That is life in the fast lane. <sighs> Coronavirus. Life in the fast lane. It's a thing. It's like fucking duck. Dude, it's fucking hot right now. Dude, do you think do you think we could use this time as a, a people of America to come together and officially abandon the handshake? Fucking hope not. I love a good handshake. I hand, you go to the bow. Fuck that. Oh, go to the bow. That's extra insulting. The virus came from China, and then we start using their greeting. No, this oh, is America. Don't catch him slipping, huh? Something like that. So, I I, I would no for the bow, dude. Everything. You could tell a man by his handshake. That's a very classic thing in business and in life. You can tell a man by his bow. You you can't tell him by his elbow tap, I'll tell you that. Or the no, kick no. the other person's ankle. No. Fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm going to shake everybody's hand. I want to bow to you from now on. Here's the thing. Like, yeah, the coronavirus... When the paper score touchdown, we bow. We bow to each other. No, oh, dude, we fucking crank the chainsaw. We crank well, it like a chainsaw. Well, that's fine. That's a one-person okay. job. You just can't touch anymore. 
There's no way I'm going to be holding back or being able to physically hold back from jumping around, high fiving people, hugging people you if bow. the Beavers are scoring. You bow. What I do when what I do when I lose my mind at Beaver Sports, I can't control. It's completely involuntary. I start hugging people I wouldn't normally hug. Dude, I did that at your house, the place to be, mom's weekend. Yeah. Blazer game. Damon Lillard oh, hit yeah. the shot against the Rockets. I hugged like four moms. Yeah, that was a big deal. Just, mm, that was a good. That was a good night. Yeah. Fucking hammered. So no, the handshakes. Everything's gonna come back. Especially if they tell us not to. Even Joe Diffie. Because people in general, when somebody tells them not to do something, people are going to do it. That's in general. But if we're talking about America, nobody tells America what to do. You think Texas yeah. is going to stop shaking hands? Fuck that. They're gonna all going to go vegetarian, I heard. I don't give a shit. They're going to shake people's hands. No, I heard they're all going veg- I heard California is invading Texas. Look. You think we'll the ever good be, people of America we'll are coming be, back strong. You think we'll ever be like do. Europe, where we'll be no. nation states? Maybe. Maybe, but I think that there's a bigger section of America than is ever really credited of just good Americans. You hear about it a lot more because the people who want to talk about it are the people who want that to happen. But there's a giant swath of America that is 100%. We're America, and this is how we do it. This is how we've always done it. This is how my daddy did it. This is how my granddaddy did it. Yeah, but those people are dying off. Uh, I don't know if that's true, though. But there's definitely because more... there's definitely dudes our age who feel that way, and almost more so because it's also kind of funny to feel that way. Dude. I mean, that's true. I do kind of like this word. I do like to... I love America. With the Mexicans at work, I like to make like real like like race, just like classic American remarks to them. Yeah, dude, they find it funny. I like how you start with racist. Well, yeah, because they're Mexican. Yeah. So no, I know. Like whatever they speak. But instead of saying classic classic American remarks, you were gonna start with racist, which is funny. Yeah. What's the difference? (laughs) I know. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. But yeah, like they'll say something in Spanish. I'm like, hey, speak English. I'm your boss. And like they get mad, they don't get mad at me, but they just will talk shit to me. And then so like I'll just ramp it up. Like I I asked him, I was like, right when Kobe died, and one of them was a was a big Kobe fan. I was like, do you guys hear the news about Kobe? And they're like, yeah, it's fucked up. They're all. I was like, yeah, he finally learned how to pass. And they <laughs> fucking like got mad at me, and I was like, yeah, first pass for his career, got eight assists. Oh, that's not bad. And the one dude like got mad. He was like, knock it off. I was like, all right, dude. Like, chill what a out. pussy. Yeah, but it, it's funny. Uh, Don't they, blow up. Yeah, dude. They that helicopter. Um, they really want me to, to like write a joke about them and tell them the joke. Though it's like I don't have. Yeah, that sounds like it'll go well. It's like I don't have a joke about you guys. I don't know what to tell you. Like, I don't know how to write a joke about what you. They're just. Yeah. Dude, they're just guys I work with. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you're telling a funny story now. Could easily make a joke about it. My funny joke though was this, or my funny joke was just this, or my story was just the joke that I wrote about Kobe Bryant dying. Well, yeah. Well, okay, fair enough. I mean, their reactions don't add that much to the story. No, but like you could stretch it out using that as part of the scaffolding. Yeah. I was. I had a. I had a job pickup today. Just it was a shitty job pickup. But it was just two Mexican dudes, 
And the was entire John time, Mike? I'm pretty confident the one guy was just talking shit and just like complaining. Was it like, Johnny and Michael? It was not. Oh, that's it. Was, uh, it was Ramon and a guy who I didn't know. And they were talking in Spanish the entire time that I was loading up my truck, that's which took you, me about an hour. That's when you tell me I English. No, it made me feel like I was back on the farm. Like it made me feel back at home. Just being around guys that I didn't really understand, but I could kind of pick up on some <laughs> stuff. And being like, my role has always just been the guy just doing the job. Well, I mean, they're doing the job too, but like doing the job and just sort of listening to them converse in Spanish and just trying to pick up on stuff. I was doing that again today. Felt like I was home. What it was kind of nice. two guys would you compare them to on the farm? I don't know, because like Ramon would be... Urbano? No, 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 no. Ramon's more of a boss kind of like type. He's not Jose Seja. Is he Riggs? He's closest to Riggs. I would say he's closest to Riggs. Um, and then the other guy, I couldn't tell if they were just talk- This guy wouldn't shut the fuck up. He just had run-on senses and just... Yeah, but... Di- <laughs> well, a little bit. But different because it just sounded like he was bitching the whole time. And he literally just did not stop talking. But I couldn't tell if it was good or bad. It sounded bad. It sounded like he was just bitching the whole time and they weren't having a conversation. But... I could only pick up on some things. But the point is, it felt like I was back on the farm and it was sort of a nice feeling. Classic farm work. Like, dude. I think I feel more comfortable working around, like, Mexican dudes who don't dude, really speak English. I, I don't know if this is, I don't know if this is racist or not, or the anti-racist, I don't know. But I love working with Mexican dudes because Here's they're the thing always is, in a good mood and they always yeah. work hard. Every Mexican I've ever worked with is yeah. in a ridiculously good mood, and they all work hard. Yeah. Like, it, and they're always cracking jokes. Yeah. And they're always just yeah in a good mood. Literally always. Yeah. I, I can't explain it, but they Jose Seal wakes up in the morning excited to move. He gets to work forward. forty-five minutes early. Yeah. Just to hang exactly. out. Yeah. To move. He'll do forward. some work. He'll do some work for fun. To move. Forward. To move corn lines, and he's like chipper. Every day. And it's like, how do we figure that out? Every day. There's a secret there, though. They've cracked it. And here's why it's not racist. Because what you're saying is 100% true. Like, it's not, like, just because somebody else hears it and they run it through their childhood, like Bill Burr said, like, they cut it with their own childhood and they go, oh, that's racist. It's like, no, it's not. Because what I'm saying, I love working with those people. And it's everything I've ever Those people. It's everything, dude. The two, the entire, two yeah. Mexicans that worked at Wilco, Javier and Victor, always in a good mood, always workers, fucking worked hard. Yeah. Always. Always, always, always. They, yeah. ba- one of them, Victor barely spoke English. Javier I swore by Victor. Everyone, I swore by Javier. I, I, Javier barely spoke English, but he was funny as fuck. Yeah. And dude, those were the two. And here's the thing. They all work hard and they're all always in a good mood, but they don't fix things well. That's, no. that's, I already mentioned the Mexican truckers not. <laughs> that's a that's a factual thing. They don't they fix things to good enough and then they leave it. They patch it. Yeah, they patch it. Yeah. <laughs> All those things are true. They work hard, they're always in a good mood, and they don't fix things well. It's not racist, it's the truth. Yeah. Well, I mean and like they're one of the guys at a different job, his name is Jorge. But he goes by George. And so when I got to the job site, I was like, how you doing, George? And it 
was the exact way I would say it to George back on the farm. And it just, it felt like yeah. good. It's like I fucking, it's nice. George, I fucking swore by there's no There's no Romero, which is unfortunate. Remember when George ran the beep digger? Only one of the best times ever. Smooth as shit. Smooth. Because he would get there early and just start working on yeah, it. Yeah, and whenever you were gone, me and him would work on the machine. Yeah. Whereas Mike would just be like, take a break. It's like, <laughs> yeah. But not fucking George. George, chain smoke cigarettes. Chain smoking cigarettes. Free solo. Ass out. Ass out. Fucking George. Dude. He's just doing George things. George is probably my favorite from the farm. And he came from the Shelburts. My favorite. Jose Seha's up there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'll provide the most politically correct way to phrase this. Okay. Favorite farm worker or favorite Hispanic farm worker? Who's your favorite farm worker? Todd. Oh, yeah. Todd's my favorite. Todd's my favorite. I fucking swear by Todd. Yeah. But Todd and George and, and George. Romero, that's one of my favorite teams. That's the dynamic trio, dude. Dude, it fucking is. Those guys can take down anything. I, and I also love working with Romero because we both say very little to each other, but we get the job fucking done and we get it done well. Yeah. Like, and anytime my dad was like, you're good. He's also chain smoking Marlboro Lights. <laughs> but my dad would be like, you're going to work with Romero. And it's like, good. okay. Yes. Or you're working with George. Okay, yep. you're working with Lino. No. <laughs> that was unrehearsed, no! ladies and gentlemen. Lino. He's going to ask me, you like Sir Faisa? Yeah. Yes. Ooh, but why, sir? Yeah. You, uh, you like Jikas? <laughs> yeah. Hispanic Jikas? Yeah. Just <laughs> shut the fuck up, Don't man. forget, uh, George, uh, looking pretty fat. Yeah. <laughs> How much do you weigh? It's like, Lino, why do you care so much about how much people weigh? Just eat a banana. Don't throw the beer. Yep. And my dad's always finding them going, Lino was here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember like a lot of days, like maybe like the first couple years when you guys came to the farm, when my dad would go, Kevin and maybe Evan or Ian or Devin or whoever it was, Kevin and you guys go with so-and-so. Austin, you're going Lino. Well, because <laughs> like... My friends. <laughs> because we would go with the irrigation guys. Yeah. Usually, so like me and Ian were with Jose Seha and Urbano. Or. or no. And, well, at the time. Okay. And Evan and Fluff. Fluff. Or Devin and Fluff. Or Devin and Fluff. Devin always not wearing or a shirt. With Guadalupe and. Fucking Guadalupe's son, Jonathan. Jonathan. Yeah. Dude. You remember when we were picking beats and my dad drove up and Devin just not wearing a shirt on the on side? The I think side. we were down at Carlton Plant. Yeah, running the monkey. Yeah, running monkey. And he's just fucking not wearing a shirt. My dad's like, what the hell is this guy doing? Just looking like Devin. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I'm working I hard. Puked, I'm going to take off my shirt. I puked off the side of that thing before. Hung over? the monkey, yeah. Obviously. Ugh. <sighs> Dude, we worked hard, man. We worked hard for a lot of years. I've still never had a July, and this year it's happening. And You might have a wide open July. I know. <laughs> Literally with Literally. nothing going on. Literally with nothing going on. Dude, okay. The first corn line I ever moved, first corn line, hand line I ever moved, was in the corn by the Shelburne. I think it's called the Harrison Place, actually. Yeah. The sprinklers were left on for 16 hours. Ooh. Overnight. Me and Ian had to do it. I was wearing Nike basketball shoes. 
That's the farm. No concern about what you're wearing. It's like you figure it out. Yeah, and that was next the, day you're coming back with boots. Yeah, dude, I was like, I want to quit. I want. I literally wanted to quit. Well, I remember it because there was like a whole thing, and my mom was like, Kevin wants to quit. Kelly told me Kevin wants to quit. That was the. And then my dad's like, I'll talk to him. That was the. And then he got the you first, for like four years. Yeah, I know. That was the first thing I did, dude. Yeah, that I know. Was the first. Which is a bold way to jump somebody into With my it. allergy? Like, dude, yeah. me and Ian had done it for like a month before Barry's yeah. and then was going back to it. And I was just jumping in and Ian was showing me the ropes. And I was like, fuck. Yeah. Dude, literally, we would step in the mud would go up to like our, our middle yeah. of our shins. And we were trying to go through corn above our head. That's why forever that was known as the devil corn. Yeah. That's the fucking... Brutal, man. I, I would have licked... Satan's butthole to get out of that fucking cold yeah. field that day. I think it took us close to two hours. That's rough, man. I remember Ian and I had to reset, reset, not move back. Not move reset back. a line at the home place, and it was beets, and like obviously that not obviously not field. as bad as corn, but it was Wait, beets was it on that? the long field. Oh. We had to reset it, and it was about three o'clock. It was hot as shit, and we were thirsty. We hadn't drank in a while, and. Uh, Ian and water. I water, and Ian and I just start back and forth, just fantasize. Heavy Ian episode, just fantasizing about. It's Four like, times. oh, what if we had a Corona? And then we started talking about what if we got Walmart Slurpees? You know, what we did as soon the no, Walmart because they had the icy machine. Oh, okay. You know, what we did as soon as we got off of work, oh we God. drove to Mac, nice. went to Walmart, and got icies. You got to sometimes. You dude. got to, Lupitas. This is a little inside baseball, but Lupita's? Literally the best Mexican food you can imagine for $3 a plate. Yeah. Like a... a Dude, a wet burrito. A wet burrito plate was like three fifty. Dude, a wet burrito right now in front of me with some fucking... They're salsa! They have the best salsa <laughs> in the entire goddamn world. They do. My family, we used to buy the big jugs... Not jugs, but like They're giant... Big. Like 24 ounce styrofoam cups yeah. full of it. Dude, they literally had the best salsa. I don't know what it was, but it, it went bad in like seven days, if that. And we would have it gone almost every single time beforehand. It's the best salsa I've ever had. Ever. Ever will have. It's just. Ooh! Spicy enough. Now, I say that being open to a better salsa, but there is none. And then they closed, and you remember all of Dayton was. All of Dayton cried. For a you day. remember the inside of Lupita's? Yeah. I remember very well. I remember the menu. Yeah. Terrible pictures of their food. Yeah. Terrible cows and shit painted on the side. Yep. Seats were always super lumpy. They were real lumpy. <laughs> not good. And we would go there we after like moving lines. Machine. Moving hand lines. Oh, and we would and, we, and so we're hungry because we're working hard. And then we just eat a shitload of food and then we go... Oh. I'm super full, and we have to go back to doing the same job. The first time you lean over, you just go, Ugh. I made a mistake. Oh, what did I eat so fucking much of Lupita's? Yeah, and, and dude, it's, it goes without saying after lunch, you're going to have the shittiest job. Yeah, because because after lunch is when you're doing all the lines that just shut off. Yeah. So you're going to be wet. You're going to be wet. You're going to be hot because that, that humidity rises. Yeah. You can feel it coming through your pants. God forbid you have like a fucking radish or something after that. Oh. Oh, no shit. You need it. Radish dude. was one of the worst. Well, dude. obviously corn's the worst, but radish was one of the worst. Radish was second. 
Radish was probably second. Is Dude, it tangled on your feet? You know what was beautiful about beets? Everything? Even irrigation is easy. Yeah. Because they're just their ankles. They're at your ankles. Yeah. You kick through them a little bit. Yeah, no. Beets is the best crop that we ever harvested, in my opinion. Because... Dude, we used to run the biggest red beet production west of the Mississippi. West of the Mississippi. Me, you, and George. And George. That's it. That I, was everyone. The biggest red beet grower west of the Mississippi, and it was us. It was me, you, it was and me, George. me, you, and George. And not only that, we did a really good job. Once George showed up, unless we had those belts slipping all the time, which was one of the shittiest years ever. Dude, what doesn't make sense is we did beets for two, maybe three years, and that never happened once. Yeah. And then that one year, once it happened... It constantly. It just was always... Every time Ian would well, leave... Well, Mike wasn't a mechanic. Every time Ian... Ian would fill up perfectly, no problem. Yeah. Ian would leave. He'd pull under the truck. Belts come off. And by the time he gets all the way back from Salem, I'm finally almost full. Yeah. And then he waits. And then he comes and fills up, no problem. Fills up, and then it's... <laughs> yeah. And then you guys are broke down by the time I get back. I go, God damn it. Because you were trying to fill up a dump box. Yeah. But halfway through the dump box, the, <laughs> the belt started slipping. Dude. That was Home Place Longfield. Yeah. That was, that's exactly what I was thinking. It's Home Place Longfield. Dude, I remember so much about farming. Just where I was and what. I miss it sometimes. Like I know the first field I picked beets. The first field I harvested beets was the Great Place. Down at the bottom. The great. I know where the great place is. Okay. But for the other listeners. Oh yeah, down at the bottom. Down, down at the bottoms. That was a good year. Yeah, that, that was the. First, that was a nice field. It had some wet spots sometimes. Smooth as shit. It was dude. a good field. We just ran. What's well, softer soil? It's down by the river. It gets flooded every year. We ran all up and down. Do you know what field sucked though? Home place Longfield. It might have been the second. It might have been the second field I ever did. Down there back Camp? behind Riggs House. Remember that uh, year? Oh yeah, well, because there's that, hills. Yeah, we yeah. couldn't get up that. When it was rainy, you get the dude. You get the forty there's twenty no out. Way, there was no the way. 40, that was 20 the forty twenty out kind of oh, worked, but it didn't oh, have four wheel drive. That was the same year that it was also out by by Russ's house. Oh yeah, we and used to that harvest that field. Was that was that was a super that smooth field. field. Yeah, that field yeah. was nice. Yeah, the classic beat field for me is shower camp. Because that's, well, I mean, like, there's a lot of them, obviously. Shelburne Camp, Camp was we huge, because I remember listening to a lot of Beaver games on the radio. And we we had three fields back there, so we never left. Yeah. We were just back there the entire yeah. time. We never went anywhere else. Yeah. So, yeah, that was a big one. The other one that I remember pretty well is... Um, Mind you, ladies and gentlemen, we don't grow beets anymore, which broke my heart. It broke your heart. You were still on the farm. I know. Ah, dude. Mm. But remember when we were right behind Grandpa's house, Grandpa Shelburne's mm. house? Yeah. That was a good field. That was a good field. It was a long field, so you like you could fill it pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Dude, the crazy thing about beets is how slow you go, and you go two rows at a time, and then you look at how much you've done in a day, and you go, God damn it, we went back and forth that many times. And it's sweet watching the way that the truck's coming in and out. You eventually wear it down. Like, it starts as a pile a pile of, like, leaves, and then as it trucks attract, it becomes a row. Another classic one was... That that um, field by the transformers. Oh, that's we a classic field. Out, we did yeah, out there I think about that one a lot. Dude, farming is as is. There's such a romanticization. I don't think that's a word, but romanticism. There's well, there's such a romanticism with uh, farming, about farming. With farming, it's like 
Dude, I remember podcasts that I was listening to when I was liming specific fields. Me too. I know where I was when I listened to the podcast with the fucking alien guy. From yeah. Joe Rogan. I remember where I was. Yeah. I remember albums I was listening to. Like, I remember podcasts I listened to. Like, it's such a, it so is burning your mind. Like, it's, First time like, I different years are different playlists, and you, like, you remember them in your bones. First time I listened to Sturgill Simpson, Joe Rogan podcast, the first time was at the shop field. Nice. Nice. We, I remember listening to Bo Burnham a lot at Green Acres. Yeah. For whatever reason. Nice. That just sticks oh, out. I remember listening to a lot of that. Yeah. Mine are in a couple different places. Green Acres is definitely one of them. Like, uh, that's a pretty stupid statement altogether, but... Yeah. Like, <laughs> you can f- remember specific things. Certain summers had certain playlists. Like, the first time we took mushrooms together as a group, like, I remember that summer so distinctly, because after, after we took mushrooms, which is at the beginning of the summer, most of my playlist was Bo Burnham, John Party, fucking... Yeah. Those, those were good years, man. Yeah, that was when we were... Anytime I go to, like like... I went to a job site the other day, and they had like, uh, like these big just diesel machinery out, but like it was all dirt, and like there's machinery going on. You could smell it in the air. You're working in the dirt, and you're going, this feels right. Yeah. God, my boss has commented like three times about how I'm good on a forklift. I'm like, dude, I, I'm on a pay. I'm in a garage basically. I'm in a giant garage. I can drive the fuck out of a forklift on this thing. I think about that all the time. It's like you guys have never moved pallets of berries. With a 2240. With a 20... At, oh, my God. At Dundas. Yeah, at get Dundas. Get the fuck out of here if yeah. you haven't done that. Yeah. If you haven't done that, get the fuck out of here. I yeah. don't want to talk to you. Yeah. I don't need to talk to you. Dude, and that is such a good feeling when you like are just... You're in the zone, and you're just unloading pallets. Smooth. Nothing's tipping. You're doing it pretty decently quick, and you're just like, God damn right, I run this fucking shit. Yeah. And berries is no more in that in that way, uh, but again, this is the first summer I'm not doing berries basically my never, whole life. I never really got to be a ground guy. No, I you did always, not. I always got to be half ground guy, half driver. Well, because you kind of asked it for it on the driver thing. You talked shit about driving a long time, and then karma came along, bit you right in the ass, and told you that driving is not what it seems. I only worked one year before I started driving. Yeah, I know, but like during that year when I was a driver, you kept going. You, you got the easiest didn't job. Work with me the first year. I know that you talk shit to me though about being a driver, and I said it's harder than it looks. And then you became a driver, and you're like, "This fucking sucks." I never wanted to be the driver. Though. Yeah, you did. No, I didn't. Yes, you did. When your dad told me that I was going to be the driver, I was nervous and scared to drive the tractor. You were nervous, but like. I never wanted to be the driver. I think you did. I was, dude, I was literally not to, make, to be weird or whatever. I was perfectly happy in the back sorting berries with your sister. I would have like been I would have been fine stacking, in the back too. Or stacking or Stacking is the best job. Yeah, I never really I never stacking, really you don't enjoyed get tired. being the driver. Well, you talked a lot of shit about it then. No, I didn't. Yes, you I'm did. I'm pretty sure you're mistaking me for fluff. No. I Dude, you I, know that's not true. I honestly don't remember talking that much you shit about drivers. You talked so much shit. Because I remember making fun of you for it later once you became a driver. All of that happened. You talked a lot of shit about being a driver, and then you became a driver, and I was like, sucks, right? You're like, I can't believe I talk shit. You don't remember any of that. 
No, I never. I, I never remember happen. wanting to be a driver. Like I might have talked shit, but I never wanted to be a driver. I'm not okay. Fine. I'm not like, saying you want to be a driver, so, but you talk a lot of shit. I don't remember. And that. then you became a driver. And the deal I is, when I heard that I was driving, that I did not want to be. I was like, I don't want to do that. You never want to drive anything, which yeah. for trucks, good call. Like remember when the first time, Every and time. I told my dad, but I told my dad I was like, Kevin doesn't want to learn. Kevin has no desire to be a truck driver, and he's like, ah, well, you go out there and teach him. And then the first time, so I took you into Salem a couple times, just like during the training yeah. process. I drove back from Salem. You drove empty back from Salem once. empty, and then the next time where it was going to be, I was going to sit in the passenger seat, and you were going to drive the whole way. We got stuck so at the top. top of the gray hill of the gray place hill. Two oh. times. Yeah, but one time you had to set the brakes. Yeah. We switched places, and I backed down. Yeah. And you're like. I'm not driving anymore. Yeah, I was like, fuck this. Like, literally, fuck this. I'll tell you what sucked. One time. But, honestly, though, once I went to Wilco, I had to drive their trucks. But their trucks are the size of a normal truck. They're not that fucking blue thing that is literally the widest legal... 102 inches, baby. Yeah, the widest legal limit you can have on the road. Their trucks are like like a semi-truck just... Like... Um, didn't you guys have a little dumper on like? I got a, a little dumper on a semi truck. They were pretty much all in, but it had a. It was like a real. It was like a cab over though on the front. We had the red freight freight liner, the blue freight liner. Blue freight liner, one of the best trucks in the world, even though it was the whitest you could have on the road. It's a truck I learned in though. You had a little white truck with a black caged. Are you talking about the Kenworth? But, but which Ian? Shout out to long, Ian ran into the ditch. I'm not talking about <laughs> a long. Tra- I'm not talking about a long trailer. You guys had a little. You guys had a semi on like maybe a two. Oh, you're talking about the white tandem with just a little. Yeah, yeah that's the white the size tandem. of trucks that we had. And yeah, I could okay. drive those all day. The white tandem had the had the fucking but transmission even- though. If you could learn on that, it's like guitar. So this is gonna make sense. Okay, so with the white tandem, but are you, you thinking about the water truck? No, that's the that's the white single axle. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So the white tandem, basically the way the transmission worked, if you could drive that transmission, you could drive anything. You have to skip five or six or something. You gotta you gotta match the RPMs right. The point is, you was, if you could drive that, you could drive anything. The analogy with guitar is, if you could play jazz, you can play anything. I can play jazz. You can play jizz. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the white single axle was the water truck. And that just had a regular manual. Yeah. It didn't it was, have the manual was, like the white tandem, which you had go more than 45 standard and overdrive. Thing. Yeah. God, that thing was a piece of shit. It was, yeah. Dude, you know what I swear by driving? You know what I felt dumb as fuck driving, even though you also couldn't go over 45 oh. The service pickup from Drainers. The, the Drainers, service dude, truck was sweet, was dude. Dope. That wasn't a pickup, dude. That was a truck. That was a truck. Yeah, that was like a fucking... Service truck was sweet. Air, that thing was dope. Had a good radio on yeah, it. Yeah, and dude, it had a surprisingly good the radio. The cab was nice. Yeah. Like the seats were comfy. You had to, you had, so, but when you would start it, you would have to pump the gas. Todd claimed that every time you had to do it, you had to do 43 pumps. The 44th that would always start was what Todd claimed. The service truck? Yeah. He goes, it will always have it on the 44th. I'm not even going to lie. Granted, it happened at different times. But the fact that Todd claimed that you always have to pump it 43 times before it starts. It's pretty good. That's one of the trucks that I learned how to drive stick on. 
I had to drive it out. I had to drive it out. That had from, what four speeds? I think. Yeah. And a, and a, yeah, in a reverse. I had to drive it out from uh, back behind Slayer's Dairy. Remember when we had those fields like off on the other side? Which fields? I don't know the names of them. Which but part? Of, was, which part of Slayer's Dairy? So instead of going, you're talking about the Osprey field. Yeah, like back into the left. Not yeah, down like Nichols Road. Straight, yeah, if you go straight down. And then you go down into the thing. Yeah, and there's like a Y where you can go over to like the berries and green acres yeah. where you can go over Osprey to the, Field. Yeah. And, yeah. I had to drive it from there, the the service truck, like one of the first times I ever drove stick. I had to drive it from there to the Murphy place where the Mexicans, where the guys lived. <laughs> With a long, Either way. With a long berry field. Yeah. Yeah, I had to drive it from there to there. I love the Murphy And place. I had to like basically learn how to drive stick on that thing. Nice. Well, I remember at one point we were able to just be like, because you were really against driving truck, but eventually I think I was able to like say, like go take the super tanker, and you took it to different fields, right? Or was that Ian? No, I would, yeah, I took it, I would drive it. Locally, but I yeah. Didn't okay. Want to go into Salem, okay. I thought you. I, I thought you did want to like yeah. take it though. Like okay. Yeah, I took it locally. Yeah. I, I think I even took it out to. Uh, I took it out to Dundas, and you backed it down the driveway. Yeah. 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 Okay. I think. Yeah. But Dundas, man, we don't even have the Dundas place. Anymore. I know, but the hot air balloons and the sunrises every morning. I used to live up on that hill for like one summer in between. So we sold our house in Dayton, and we were moving out to Grand Island. But they were building that house, so it wasn't done yet. We lived up on Green Acre Road, like up that hill in the nice. winery, and fucking the hot air balloons every day. Every day. And then I started working there, and I was like, oh. Dude, there's no better sunrise. Than Green Acres? Or Dundas Place. <sighs> I like Green Acres better. Really? it rises over... It does? With that it one does. lone tree. Yeah. And it's just... And dude, there's one time... There was one time I was working with Fluff, Maddie, your sister, me, and Evan. And, dude, it was like a blood red, like, Lion King sunrise. You know when the sun is just like that fucking blood red? Yeah. It was so fucking cool. And it just came right up over that one tree. And it was just like, oh, that's the dopest sunrise I've ever seen. Yeah. What's weird is that you see the sunrise and sunset every day for the month of June. You do. Or July. Yeah. You see it every day. Every single day. Sunrise and sunset. And sunrise is literally like a brand new life. Literally, you are dying at 2 and 3 and 4 a.m. Just being like, I'm only two hours past midnight. Yeah. Like, you're dying. And then as soon as that sun comes up, you go, I could do this for another six hours. Yeah. It's crazy. Dude. That, like... And, like... You'd be hard pressed to find anybody who made it through the full month of picking berries that doesn't remember berries as one of the fu- like one of the fondest memories of their lives. Dude, the first even though year, it's harder than fuck, but you live the differently. First, like the first year, the last day of berries, your mom told me that I worked every hour that I possibly could have worked. Nice, because like Fluff went to Arizona, and that's when Evan came in, and your sister went to. What do you go to Arizona for? or something? He had some. They had some comments. That's where he got compared to. He got asked if he was Taylor Lautner. Okay. Was when he went to some thing in Arizona. So Evan started working, and then Evan just stayed on. Yeah. And then your sister like went to Wynema or something. Like everyone left, but I worked every hour that I could have worked. And dude, berries is like. Dude, love happens on the berry machine. It's so intoxicating. That's why I started dating Molly. It's you so dated my sister. To- it's so intoxicating up there. Yeah. Because there's literally nothing you can do. But like, make when you're all in it together, yeah, you, like it's a total. It's a total experience. You guys are all sleeping during the day, 
and you roll into the berry field and then but like people have legitimate fun yeah like it's super tough it's super hard work but like people have a really good time at the end of it yeah like Dude, there is nobody that doesn't remember it. Turn, I could I could go right now and get on a bearing machine. I could fucking turn that around in the tightest foot. Dude, there's nothing like it. And berries, man. It's no more. Not in the same capacity. We still have berries, and if we go back to Dayton during July, I'm gonna go on there for a morning. Me too. I'm gonna drive it. You wanna go? Dude, I'm gonna drive it. Let's go back when berries are gonna be going. I wanna stack. We, I wanna we, be a what, stacker. We're gonna go back for a full week. The first, the first weekend maybe we go no, to Detroit. No, when it's heavy. Oh, to Detroit, yeah. So Detroit takes mushrooms. We want to do like mushrooms. third picking. We want to do like third picking when we're going like point six. Yeah. We go in just from four to twelve. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, dude. One week. First week we go I got this on forklift. That's well, fine. we'll unload our own pickers. Well, I want to do. You have a crew. Oh, I'll yeah. have a crew. All in for. I'll fucking love. First it. draft fluff. I'm taking fluff. Are our friends gonna do it? Yeah, well, I'll take draft, Okay, I'll take Harrison. I'll take. Well, it depends who's working out there. If some of Josiah's friends come back, I'll take Wyatt. No, we don't know them. You could take like no, you know I I send back Harrison. I redo my last draft pick. I take Rafa. Rafa never worked for us. If I were you, I would take Johnny. Neither of them work for us. I'll take Johnny. All right, good choice. Rocco. I'll take Ponda. Ponda sometimes goes... Ponda left us right before berry season this year, so he might not be there this year. I'll take Riggs. Riggs isn't there at all. I'll, I'll take George. I'll take Manuel Sr. George isn't... What are you, what are you George doing? drives. I took George. Oh, and you're oh, stacking? Oh, oh. And you're stacking? Yeah! Rafa drives. Rafa drives. I took George, though. That's sick. I know. That's a good pick. That's a good pick, dude. Because if we have a breakdown... George can help me diagnose it and do, like, figure it out better because he's a way better mechanic than me. I just got a sweet I'm taking hell. <laughs> That's a bold move. He's going to stare at you. It's going to be uncomfortable. It is going to be ugly. Uh, dude, let's do that. First weekend, we go and we trip in Detroit. Yeah. We go back to the rock. Yeah, we go back to our roots. Here's the thing, though. It would behoove us. Oh, my God. To, well, I'm telling you. It would behoove us to go earlier in June when we're not picking berries because we have a better chance of getting the rock. I know. If we go halfway through the summer, they're going to... just got to do what we did last time. But social distancing, maybe we have a better shot. We got to do what we did last time. We got to put two trucks down there. We do. But, that, but like, no matter how early we've Should gotten we there before... I'm fine with that. I love the bridge spot. I love the bridge spot too. I think there'll be less. That's where I have my best acid trip. And I, really? Oh, with Nirvana. With Sturgill. That, yeah, yeah. But in bloom, I meant. But yeah. I, that's why I walked all the way up the bank, and yeah. then I finally got Flip to come with me. Yeah. Flip's my only adventure buddy. Flip likes to go on adventures. I like to hang and watch you guys adventure. Yeah. I, I love just. It's weird how far away you feel when you're tripping on acid. Oh yeah. When you're like really not that far away. Yeah. But you feel like, oh, dude, they can't hear me. They're like. Fuck those guys over there. Yeah. <laughs> like, not really, but like. So here's the thing. We got to hit up Dan within the next week. I'll call Dan tomorrow. Okay. We can call him right now. Dan! Do you want to do it? No. Okay. This is probably not the time. It's hard to contact Dan. We call him. 
He doesn't answer. Usually I text him and like three days later he texts me back. All right. Well, we'll figure it out. But like we have a connection for some second. Dan's a man of mystery. He is a man of mystery. Anyways, but we're gonna. He's do... my trip. He's my trip guy though. Whenever Dan yeah. is there, I feel sinner. I feel confident. I feel just like all right. Dan's gonna get me through this. Yeah. And whenever I tell Dan that, it makes him feel uncomfortable because he does. He's like, I don't know what's going yeah, on. I know. So don't do that. It's like, well, I'm gonna do that because you're my fucking sensei. I don't know what to yeah. tell you. You're my guy that keeps me holding on. I like having Ian because Ian and I always end up like hanging around. Like yeah. you guys go out on an adventure. Ian and I hang around and just crack jokes. Yeah. And. So that's as long if Ian's there, I'm down. If Ian's not there, I'm down. I'm down. Yeah. But like, shout out to Ian. God, fuck Ian. Fucking send some emails. Gets a lot he's of shout fun, outs. He's a fun hang when we're tripping, man. Look, if you fucking send some emails, you get some shout outs. Apparently. Harrison doesn't fucking email trip anymore. He doesn't even hang, dude. No. Remember the fucking mm, Mitch Whiskey thinking chair? Of course I do. That's pretty much me, you, and Ian. A little bit of Devin. Yeah. A little bit of Russ and Fluff freaking out. Yeah. What are you going to do? That was a weird trip, man. Because Devin also had a bad time for a while. Yeah. You, me, and Ian and Fluff. No, not Fluff. No. You, me, and Ian were having a great great time. time. I don't remember exactly what Harrison was doing. Harrison was freaking out by driving his RC car and felt all right. But it was awesome when he drove his RC car. Yeah. But Russ and Fluff were having a terrible time. time. Russ went to a different world. Fluff broke up with his girlfriend. Allegedly. Comedy. (laughs) Yeah. But we you got the Mitch Trubisky thinking chair. Did I already ask you that? Yeah, well, no. Okay. But yeah, we got the Mitch Trubisky thinking chair and just like a real fucking rip roaring good time. That was also the day where we walked back from the bar. Were you in my group with Devin? Of course I was. Where we it just. Was you and me. Where we just. We found fell, where we just. We were with Devin at the start. We left with Devin. Lost. And he stopped tight yeah, shoe, we lost and we Devin. We left him immediately. We lost Devin. And then me and you just fell. Dude, yeah. I got soaked. Here's the thing about that night. I have never fallen so far. Yeah. Like, I fell off the steps at that place in Mac, Jay's, one time. It skinned up my yes, hands pretty good. But I've never fallen as hard as I kept falling in that fucking jungle, dude. We were literally yeah. in the jungle. Yeah. And we just couldn't get our bearings. Yeah. No, we were completely lost. We were just walking up to random houses like, is this our house? Oh, it's not our house. It's not our house. We gotta go. And then we started calling out, and Devin hit us with a... (laughs) And, like, literally, as soon as we found Devin, we found the house. Yeah. It was crazy. That was classic. Talking to the microphone. I gotta piss. Okay. Allegedly. So I'm gonna be doing shows in Bosniak. Bosniak. uh, December 3rd. I'll be be in Rome, Italy on, on the 7th. I'll be in Lubbock, Texas on uh, December 13th. I think I'm playing the Comedy Store in L.A. on December 17th, maybe 18th. I don't know. I'll have to check with my agent. Mm. I think that's it. Austin doesn't really have anything coming up. He's just kind of being a bitch about that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, he doesn't have anything. He just... Collecting unemployment, you know, being that kind of individual. I think he might have died. Young Jamie, can you go check on Austin? Yeah, I think he might be dead, so just check on him. Me? 
Oh, there he is. He's back. I flushed a little too early before I was done pissing. Well, that happens to the best of us. We were just talking about all my shows coming up, but now you don't have any shows coming up. They're coming up? Yeah, you don't have any shows coming up. I don't have any shows coming up. Except for tomorrow, so. What are we talking about that? You got a show tomorrow. Oh, yeah, I forgot to shout out. Austin's got a show tomorrow. Got a show tomorrow. I got the coronavirus. And a bucket full of limes. (laughs) Got a new song coming out, though, which I'm excited about. So, the point is, we need to go back, we need to go back, we need to go back this summer, we'll talk to Ian when he comes to town, we'll figure out a time that we're coming back, we'll pick, we'll get some mushrooms, you can punch them, we're gonna go up to Detroit, we're gonna do a classic boys fucking camping trip, and then we come back, we pick some berries, and then we come back to Arizona. Can we eat the berries? Of course. Can we set the machines? I love setting the machines. I love setting the machines. It's one of my biggest skills. Very specific skills. They're really specific skills. They turn work that, They work hey, in one application. Hey, turn that fan up just a little bit. Just a quarter turn. Turn that fan up a quarter turn. There you go. I need you to turn up the beaters. You got to reach below your knees, you your legs. That berry, you want to see those berries dancing in there. You want to see those berries dancing. You want to see them dancing based on how you set the upper fan. Yeah. But when they're coming across the belt, you want a couple red ones, but not too many. No, not too many. Not any greens, but you're going to get some You're going to get some greens. You're going to get some greens, but you don't want them. But if you if you set the machine right, the f- upper fan will suck up some Most of the greens. greens. But you got to clear it out, though. Here's the thing. You don't realize how crucial those fans are until the fan stops. As soon as that fan stops, it's nothing but fucking straight shit coming through the thing. Dude, there's nothing like setting an upper fan. Is that true? Like when you look down at the ground and at first it's shooting black and red berries, you turn that bad boy down and you get it to where it's just shooting shit out yeah. the deal. And you go, this is America. Roll on, cowboy. Roll on home. Roll on, daddy, till you get back home. Roll on highway, roll on through, roll on daddy like I asked you to do, roll on 18 wheeler, roll on, roll on! There you go, baby. That's berries. It's exactly berries. That's berries. Yeah. What albums do you specifically remember from berries? Because I have very specific ones. I remember the Sturgill Simpson, Joe Rogan podcast. I remember Turtles All the Way Down. I remember a lot of Maroon 5. I remember about once every year I would go on a random Weird Al night where I would just oh, I've got those. all my Weird Al. Albuquerque keeps me alive. I remember the Justin Moore uh, Guns. Uh, what's the album? The Blue. It's got the blue with like lights Fuckin shining in the background. First album. Yeah. Whatever. What? I remember that album. Yeah. I remember, I remember the album with... Uh, are we, are we specifically talking berries right now? Berries. Oh. Because what I, albums do you specifically remember from berries? I'll tell you mine. Bo Burnham. Bo Burnham is one of mine for sure. Um, Turtles All the Way Down. Chief. I listen, Dude, I can't tell you how many times I listen to Chief. Yeah. At, well, because you can listen to like a full artist's albums in total over a course of a night. Dude, I remember listening to a lot of uh, Eminem. Yeah. Just like random. Because, dude, 
a lot of Maroon 5, a lot of Kid Cudi. Every once Kid in a while, you just fucking go Kid Cudi. I remember listening to a lot of Alan Jackson. Yeah. I don't remember that many new albums like that I bought specifically for Barry. I always buy three to four albums before every Barry season. The first year that I did it, Journey Greatest Hits. Van Halen, live right here, right now. And Keel, The Final Frontier, which was my favorite tape when I was a kid. You're literally a walking cliche. I know. I know. I know. I know. But, like, I have a charm about me. Ah. Another big year was Bo Burnham, John Party, all the things we listened John, to right, before, yeah. right when we tripped. Um, Great White had a Sweet Live album. Oh, my God. That they was a big album. County Fair. That's the only reason you remember that. No. I'm a huge Great White fan. They didn't play any songs other than O's Old, O's Old Rose Motel. I don't but their entire that. album, Old Rose Motel, is one of the greatest metal albums slash metal rock blues albums. It's not metal. I rock, blues, rock. That. I can't refute that, but it still sounds It's got Old, Old Rose Motel. It's got Step On You. It's got Psycho City, dude. You say Steppenwolf? Psycho City. Here was another big one. Chance the Rapper's uh, Coloring Book album. That was this last year's album. Acid Rap? No, no, no. Color, uh, coloring Book. Like, this last Berry season, it was that. It was the Black Keys album at the time, Let's Rock. What was the other Nobody one? Nobody was working with you this last Berry The year before that was Paramore's new album. Nobody was working with you then either. Alabama Shakes. You I'm just saying. Yourself at this point. I'm just saying. I define my years of berries by the albums that I buy before the before the year. I don't. I define them by what fields we pick. Like, oh, here are my two biggest albums though ever. Creed. Both of, both of them were the Elms. Creed and Nickelback. You heard of the Elms? No. Dude, they've got this song. I already don't like them. They've got this song. Who puts rock and roll in your blood? I'm gonna play it at the end of this podcast because it's kick ass. Can't. I'm going to. Can't. But they also do I, I Am The World. One, I use my they one do Imperial nothing Rito. to do with love. They've got fucking The Way I Will. I'm Towers in the Trains. I've been wrong. They've got nothing but I hits, dude. I do All Star. You're not going to get that. That's not going to happen. That's my vote. No. It's one to one. I'm going to look it up before I forget. It's one to one. Yeah, except I'm doing this. Oh, my God. Dude, dude you're going to like it, though. You're selfish as two. Ladies and gentlemen are going to like it, too. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh, oh, God damn it. That's not it. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! What do we have here? Anyways, maybe that's maybe that's it. Unless you got something else to add. Coronavirus is killing us. Well, I got a tangerine white claw right here. Well, you got more to say about farming? Because I always do. I finally started planting crops towards the last two years of working there. And it's cool because it's me, Todd, and George. Todd, Sometimes Todd, Hank. Todd can just pick up the dirt and know how yeah. much moisture is in it. I love Todd. I love George. This I love old, Hank. This old cowboy is going to bed. Hank is also a fucking douche sometimes. Hank is not good. Hank he's is not funny. great. He's funny. But, like, he's fun to have around. He's a classic farm. Character, just like Herbie. Herbie and Hank can have a sitcom called Herbie, Herbie and Hank. Herbie and Hank can absolutely have a sitcom called Herbie and Hank. 
So, but Todd's great. George is great. Romero's great. Really, everybody on the farm is great in their own way, except for those that aren't good. I fucking I've bummed a couple Doral's off a time time or two in my the life. The smoker's cigarette. The smoker's cigarette. I've even bummed a smoker's choice off a of Hank. I remember when I was looking to like try one, I would check Todd's pickup because he would always have empty packs, and there was like maybe there's one. You don't know. There that. never was. But also, Harrison smoked his first cigarette was one of Todd's Doral's. Yeah, me too. The smoker's cigarette. That's not true. My first cigarettes all came out. The Casabera day in the basement. Most of them were. Mine was at the fraternity. I don't remember what it was. Most were Camel Crushes. Some of Camel Crushes were big. Reds. reds were big. I pretty much immediately got hooked on the Reds. Though, oh, give Ooh, me a Red or get out of my town. There you go. But what about a smooth? Get the fuck out Classic. of here. Get the fuck out of here. Maybe so my period. That's it, ladies and gentlemen. Week four coronavirus. We're gonna listen to the Elms. Who puts rock and roll in your blood? Bill Cosby. Is this the Beastie Boys? This is the Elms. Talking to the greatness coming, greatness coming my way. They had a sweet vibe, dude. Their Chess Hotel album is fucking murderous. Yeah, I can believe that. I'm just telling you. I know. And I'm just pretending to be interested. You like them, though. Magic Johnson. Shooting from a gun that was made for killing. Shooting from a gun that was made for killing. For killing, throw your weapon away. I'm pro Second Amendment, but that's a great line. I'm pro Third Amendment. What's the Third Amendment? Third of the Amendment. Not my phone. Who puts rock and roll? And we did an hour thirty. I got feet. Well, grab my knife or my gun. I don't know. I don't know. Grab him. Hey! In your blood. In your 